I'm Ellie Swift, ex-corporate marketer turned CEO and seven-figure business mentor for high-performing women building and scaling their soul-led, intentional, and profitable online businesses. I've coached hundreds of women to make six, multi-six, and seven figures using my signature Swift marketing method. And in this podcast, I'll teach you the strategy, marketing, and mindset to help you do the same. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I am incredibly excited to introduce you to a beautiful, magical, incredible woman and client today, Charlotte Pointeau. Charlotte is an internationally award-winning wild feminine cycle coach, sought-after teacher, speaker, podcaster, and ceremonialist. She weaves together shamanic womb and rite of passage work with menstrual cycle awareness and feminine embodiment tools to guide women through their transformation journey of reclaiming their wild cyclic power and expressing their big magic as a sacred leader. Charlotte was named International Coach of the Year in 2021-22 and is a two-time finalist in the Beautiful You Awards for her First Moon Circles Facilitator training program. She's also host of the podcast Wild Flow with Charlotte Ponteau and as founder of the First Moon Circle, Charlotte trains practitioners around the world to become holistic menstrual educators and rite of passage facilitators through her highly renowned training program. She's on a mission to give future generations the honoring and celebration she needed at a tender age to minimize the pervasive harm of menstrual shame and encourage families, communities, schools, workplaces, and cultures to revere menstruation as the magical life force that it is. Charlotte is such an incredible woman with a really big mission and a really big why that you're going to hear in this episode. She has built a six-figure business in the last couple of years. I've had the pleasure of coaching her in both Swift Mind and Six Figure Circle. And the thing that I love about Charlotte is her commitment to her business. We talk about this in this episode. If Charlotte says she's doing something, she does it. She makes it happen. She puts it into action. And I know that Her success is due to a multitude of different factors, but that is one big one. Enjoy this episode. I know that you're going to love listening to Charlotte. And my aim is that it inspires you to remember that it is so incredibly possible to build a six-figure business when you are not just a business coach. Enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. And I am so incredibly excited to be here with my beautiful friend and client, Charlotte. Welcome. Hi, Ellie. How are you? So well, thank you. I'm so happy to have you here and to have this conversation. I mean, I I love all of our conversations always. I know we had a really great chat over on your podcast a few months back as well, but we were just saying off the mic. I have no idea what you're going to chat about in the best way. And that always just feels the most fun and exciting for me. I'm so excited about this conversation because I feel a bit the same. Like, let's just see where this goes. So good. Okay. So I have had the privilege of working with you over the past couple of years. 
And there are many, many things I love about you and the way you work. But when I was thinking about somebody that I really wanted to bring on the podcast as an example of someone who is not a business coach, who has created a really incredible, successful six-figure business in the online space, you were top of mind for me. And so I really just want to get straight into the conversation from, you know, that lens of you are somebody who's built a six-figure business, you've had incredible success in your work, and you are not a business coach. You work Mm -hmm. much more in the life coaching space, specifically as a wild feminine cycle coach. Tell us, how have you created that success? I would love for you to break it down in whichever direction feels good for you, whether it's strategy, mindset, all of the above, like how have you created the success in your business? What a beautiful question and a big question, I think, because it's all of it, isn't it? I think all of the elements are part of the, make make the whole, make the whole picture. And so just to give a bit of context, I originally started a business in, hmm, just trying to think, 2018. And it was very low key, like I was just doing like the odd little circle in my community. And then I trained to be a life coach and had a baby. And so really stepped out for about nine months, not doing anything at all. And it was, so it was really only 2020 that I really got going with my business. So I call it two and a half years and I'm in a season of life where I've got three small children currently aged Well, the youngest is, she's turning three later this, this month. So, you know, I just want to preface this by saying I have three very short school hour work days. I do do evening sessions with some clients and programs and things, but really, you know, I'm not working, you know, what some people might think is, is, you know, full-time, my version of full-time is, yeah, three kind of short days. So in that time, I've been on, it's such a wild ride. It's such a wild ride. And I have evolved my business quite a lot. So, you know, it took me a real I think probably a year and a half of that two and a half years to really land on exactly what my work is about and how and and being able to express that clearly and I as you mentioned I call myself a wild feminine cycle coach and you know that's something I've created for myself and I've woven together modalities that I'm trained in life experience different skills yeah my own approach to to life, to my spiritual practice, to my own self-care and having this business that supports me as a mum with small children in this season of life. So I just wanted to really set that context that this has not been, you know, something that I um, have like had nailed for a, a really long time. It's a constant evolution. And the way it's really unfolded for me is letting that be okay, giving myself permission to evolve and to let my work reflect myself. And I've done so much inner work as well over over the last, you know, seven or eight years. And a lot of that has been about safety to feel visible and to express myself and to be out in the world and to grow, grow my business. So Really, the things that have you know I've had to work on the most are, yes, learning some practical stuff about how you actually have a business and run a business and run an online business. But most of it has been inner work in terms of mindset, 
and being true to who I am and how I want to work, how I want to live, what my why is. Like I'm so connected to my why in this because I believe that my business has to, you know, not just reflect me, but support me first and foremost and being, you know, in true alignment with that rather than what I think it should be or what other people are doing and how other people are working and operating, you know, and then around that is having structure, support and creating opportunities for myself as well. They feel like potentially, you know, what I might call the pillars that have been part of this puzzle, you know, on a very kind of zoomed out level, they would be the things that I have really worked on to get to this point where I'm at today. I love it. And there's a few things that I really want to zero in on now, which you probably knew I was going to do anyway. So I just love, love, love that you took us there. The first thing I just want to focus on is your version of success, particularly in relation to the season that you're in. And I speak about this so often with so many clients and I know we've had conversations about it and you've been on other pod calls, but we've had conversations about it with other people, but being a business owner and not looking at the season that you're in and not looking at what success means to you, it's a road to comparison and and really removing any joy that you're going to have, right? And so having that mindful awareness, I mean, of course you do, having three small children, of course you're highly aware in every moment you have three small children, but like having the awareness around, I've got three small kids And that means that I'm working with these hours and this is my reality and I'm going to create based on this reality. It's just so, so important. And then really owning what success looks like for you with that. And again, it's so possible and you're such a great example of this to create a six-figure business on say, you know, 20 hours a week, which is essentially what you're doing. I think even a little bit less. And so thank you for just modeling that so, so beautifully. I know that you're really intentional about your time as well. Is there anything that you would share around that that really works for you in terms of being intentional with your time? You know, do you jump in and batch your work? Do you have specific things that you outsource a shitload of? I say this because I know that you're great at that. Tell us a little bit more about how you manage your time. So thank you for originally giving the nudge to hire support and outsource a lot of stuff because for quite a while I was like, I just, I just, you know, I I had this belief that I was like, I can't afford to pay anyone to do, you know, some of this work for me that was actually just, I was drowning in admin Mm -hmm. and not really able to to thrive and not really enjoying my work. So I have a wonderful VA, Jenna, who I met originally. Well, we're in a few circles together, but the one where we really connected was in your mastermind. Mm -hmm. And she's just been amazing and she helps with so much in my business. And she was really, really effective at managing me. I'm not the detail person. I'm not very good with consistency in the aspect of like nailing a schedule and sticking to it. I'm much more kind of a bit more scattered. I'm much more, I follow my joy and I follow my the ideas and the inspiration. And sometimes that can be a real strength and sometimes it's really not. So I'm really grateful to have the balance. I feel like Jenna really brings that balance to my work and I'm really grateful for that. I know that's somewhere that I don't have a strength. And so I 
hire somebody to fill that space and to give me that support. So that's been amazing because, you know, it was a real lesson in receiving help. And I think what was true for me, and I, I think it's, you know, I think it's fair to say for women generally, especially in the perhaps the mother season of life where, you know, we are taught that we are meant to be doing all the things and doing it for everybody. It can be really hard to invite in somebody to help you and then to receive that help can bring up quite a lot. And it did for me. So, you know, it's been a practice, but I'm so grateful that I have her and that I've been able to do that because, you know, it's game changing. You know, I think it's super important to have other people in their zone of genius as well. Uh, The other thing that I do do, well, there's a couple of other things related to time because I know that I'm a bit more scatty. Yeah. I don't sit down to work five days a week. It's three days where I sit down. So I know that in order to help me get into flow, get into business mode, work mode, and out of the chaos of home life, I actually need a bit of transitional time on a Monday. I cannot sit down and just get straight into it. I have to actually really take my time. And that can seem counterintuitive when you've got such a limited work window anyway, so take extra time to not work. But actually what it does is it helps me to really meet all my needs, check in with myself, come back into my my body, into my awareness of okay, human being, you know, you're not worried about anyone else right now. You're here with yourself, you know, to tending to things that I need and how I'm feeling and dropping into, you know, my intuition or my my body and um, my creativity really helps me to do that. And so when I do sit down, it might not be till, you know, 10 a.m. or sometimes even a bit later, but then I'm able to like really hit the ground running and be really productive. I like to have mornings for, get shit done time, the task stuff that I know I can just knock out and then have around the middle of the day, more of a creative time. But I also know that I I'm terrible with clients after lunch. Like I just, my energy drops, my kind of capacity to hold space drops. So, you know, I, I like to see clients on Tuesdays and Wednesdays rather than Mondays and just not in the right headspace as such. So yeah, they're the times when I will see clients and do group work as well, one-on-one on group work. And I also know for me, because I truly like the evening time is when my kids are in bed and this is not for everybody, but I actually really like holding space in the evenings about 8 PM. And I'm not here with like, you know, my brain super focused and detailed and, you know, I'm not going to problem solve for people. It's more of a space holding energy. And I can do that in that evening time. That energy really matches mine. So I like to use those evenings, those quiet, slow, sacred times of evenings really works for me. So for me, it's about following my energy, finding what feels good to me and really honoring that and letting it be an experiment as well. You know, sometimes life happens and you can't, you know, you you might have a client in a time of day that doesn't suit you or whatever, you're podcasting and you're kind of like, it might not be your most convenient spot, but, you know, having that awareness gives you that guide. And then the other thing is that I work with my menstrual cycle as a cycle coach. So, you know, it's really important to me that I know where I am in my cycle because each part of my, my menstrual cycle has different strengths and different vulnerabilities as well. Like I'm much better at you know, holding space or organizing or podcasting or being online or doing admin or whatever at different points in my cycle. And I know that I'm 
you know, really not wanting to hold groups or see clients, you know, on the first couple of days of my period, for example. So just trying to have awareness doesn't always work perfectly, but yeah, that's what's helped me. So, so good. And you mentioned as well about visibility before, and you spoke to how that was something that you really needed to overcome. And another thing I know about you is that you put yourself out there because you know that that's the thing that's going to support you to get results. And so in your launches, you show up, you show up consistently, you know, you're always sharing content from a place of wanting to serve and support your ideal clients. And so I really just want to speak to that because something that I hear a bit, and I'm curious as to whether you do too, is that People can almost use seasonality, whether it's cycle or season of life, as a reason for not being consistent in their business. And again, you're an example of somebody who is so consistent in the way that you show up for your clients and in the way that you market. How do you do that? The first thing that really comes to mind is, you know, like the word consistency, it almost triggers me a little bit because sometimes it, I feel like it has this energy of like, you've just got to show up no matter what. You've just got to put on a brave face and smile and like charm the pants off your people and, you know, sell and whatever and connect. That's not what it means to me. And I just want to name that because I think, you know, I know a lot of people kind of roll their eyes almost, or it's like this pressure, but for me coming into a different relationship with consistency has been really empowering because what consistency means for me is instead of having you know, I don't have a schedule like it's this time on this day. So you've got to get on a reel or go live or write an email or whatever. It's more about how I'm feeling and following that inspiration. And, you know, but also not going, well, I've got nothing to say. So I'm going to say nothing. Like just showing up in my vulnerability and in my realness is something that I make a real point of doing, especially, you know, my work is about you know, loving and accepting our whole selves and embracing all parts of us. And so, you know, I don't, you know, sit there with, you know, a shiny, a shiny front on. I'm just sharing how I'm feeling or what's going on for me at that time. And, you know, that's been really, really supportive, you know, using that place to share stories and to connect and honoring how I'm feeling and, and what feels good for me at that point has been really great for me. But the other, the other thing is, is that, you know, I've got different streams of, you know, so I podcast and I use Instagram, like, you know, most online business people do because, you know, I don't know if I'd have a business if I didn't use Instagram. That feels kind of true for me. I found the modes of, you know, communication that, that really help connect me with my, my community. And I, I work with those and rather than trying to do you know, all the things and um, that don't necessarily work. So, yeah. I would just add that I think that something you do so well is you're so intentional about your desire for being in your business and your desire to serve. And you said it earlier on around your why, right? Like mm. I, I know that you're never going, I'm in a season of my cycle where I'm just like, I'm not here for anything. Business is a no deal today. Like I'm not showing up. Because your commitment to your business is a big one. You've decided, I'm all in on this business. I'm all in on serving my people. That commitment that I think is really what separates people who create success in their business. And again, it's something that I see in you that 
that all-in commitment. I know that when we have a conversation about something, whether it's strategic, mindset, whatever else, you will go and do the things around it. Like you're like, great, awesome, it's happening. These are my next steps. And you do it in your beautiful way, you know, where it's like, how does this feel for me? And and so something that I, I think is so true when I think about you is you're always in forward motion and you're always committed to your business. I think that that's an example that I just want to share for everyone listening is you can honor your seasonality and you can honor your cycle and you can always still be honoring your business at the same time. Does that feel mm-hmm. true for you? Yeah, that feels really true for me. I'm I'm really connected to my why and that is what inspires me every day to get into my work. Like I absolutely love the work I do and I love the business I've created. As I mentioned, you know, it supports me first and foremost, which I think, you know, it has to, but it comes from a real place of service as well. And, you know, I'm giving something that I, I needed in the past as well as, you know, this business helping me to be present at home, you know, live the life and lifestyle that I, that I want, but that ability to be really attuned to the why and the way that I want to give and the way I want to serve helps me. Yeah. To, you know, I look forward to it. I look forward to work and I, you know, this is the first time I ever have in my whole life. Last question around strategies. You mentioned earlier that there was some mindset stuff for you that you have navigated that's really supported you. Would love for you to share a little bit more about that. Yeah, this has been really big. And a lot of it has been about being seen, being visible. Like I said, I've been doing a lot of inner work and I've realized, you know, in my own healing journey of my own traumas and experiences that I've lived through that I'd really learned to be invisible as a safety mechanism. So having to get online and be seen and put myself out there and claim a leadership position as well, a thought leadership position and to, you know, share, actually, that's not what I think. This is what I, you know, this is how I see things. And this is what my own experiences and opinions are has been really scary actually. And it's taken a lot of work to, feel safe to do that, to work through my own shadows, my own limiting beliefs and to, to step forwards into that space of visibility, into that leadership space as well. And that feels like, you know, the number one thing I've really had to deal with. And, you know, I won an award this year and, um, you know, my body doesn't want to say it because it's like, stop, stop, you know, stop putting yourself out there. But, you know, I, I won international coach of the year And it was just like this most incredible experience, but it also brought up a lot of mindset stuff about like being seen, being acknowledged in that way. And so, you know, you said about being in forward motion and the the other way that I'm always in forward motion and it's, you know, it's that action, it's that doing, it's that creating, it's, you know, putting, like building my work, but it's also in that challenging myself to be seen, to be, to be on the front foot, to take and create opportunities and to build community with women as well. And, you know, when I was thinking about what has been really supportive for me in my business, hundred percent being in community with other women has been not only a really healing experience to regain trust and support in women where I haven't always had that in my, my life, but you know, that has been integral to realizing I don't have to do this all by myself. And I think, you know, if you're a business owner, 
as you know a, a female business owner then I think you know in the online space and it's you it can feel like it just needs to be you and you've just got to do all the things and that you know there's there's actually a lot that goes into you know, running these businesses and what people see is just that's with any business what people see is just the tip of the iceberg as to all the things that are going on and so you know not only having support in my business as I mentioned with a VA but also cultivating a sisterhood of other women in business who are doing this together sorry doing this for themselves we can do this you know together in that sense of supporting each other normalizing you know what it takes what we're going through all these challenges ways of doing things and collaborating as well and reaching out and inviting women to join me in a co-creation or to support each other or to go on each other's podcasts or would you be interested in sharing what I'm doing or you know all kinds of different things and that has really been a mindset shift because it feels so lovely to yes I'm in my business and I'm running it and blah 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 but you know not needing to do it by myself but opening as well to community has yeah it's been really wonderful really wonderful and really inspiring and you know that's definitely something that I've really got out of working with you and in your spaces is the community that you create as well. It's, you know, sure we're there for our own business, but it's about being in this space where we get to do it together. Yes. And you're such a beautiful, beautiful person in those spaces because you show up with all of you for yourself and for everyone else. And I think that Again, you know, not to just sit here and gloat about you the whole time, although I will. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> for the purposes of the listener, again, just such a great thing to model that, you know, I know when you have come into these masterminds, you come in and you're like, here's all of me. Here's the things that are going really well that I'm so open to sharing more about if it's going to support you too. Here's the things that are not going well and I'm going to show up on calls and in the group as all of me and especially as we we generate some success in our business and we build profile. It can be really quite vulnerable to come into spaces and share. For example, and obviously you having done Swift Mind and Six Figure Circle now, you'll get this. I find that um, in Swift Mind, my clients actually open up more initially and it takes some time in Six Figure Circle because there's kind of that thing of like, but I've already created success and so how vulnerable can I be here because I'm I'm in that energy of like showing that I'm successful. But it's both. Like you say, you know, you can absolutely have this amazing success and you can also have other things that you're navigating and, in fact, I can't think of a single business owner that isn't experiencing the both at all times. And Mm. so I love that you show up being like, yeah, let's celebrate everything I did this week because it's all incredible. And can we also talk about this thing that I am so confused about or I don't know about or I'm wanting to move through and navigate? Yeah, totally. And like that time I showed up on like the first day of my period and just cried all over you all (laughs) and you held me beautifully and it was fine. And I knew that I could do that and it's not a drama, but yeah, I really want to acknowledge what you just said there of there was definitely this part of me, this like 
little voice on my shoulder that was like, oh, now you've won this award. Like, can you admit that you're like struggling or like, you know, this launch is not feeling as easy as you hoped it might, or, you know, you're having these mindset issues. And it's like, of course you can. Like, in fact, you need to, you need to because you're a human being and we're all in it together and we're not here to normalize, you know, that shiny kind of highlight reel and the grind approach. It's, it's that, you know, humanity, we're all humans and we're all, we're going through the highs and the lows and it's a ride. Totally. And you get more from your spaces when you show up in that way, right? So you're going to be able to, you know, move through the thing more, I guess, effectively if you're sharing what you're truly navigating. Whereas if you're showing up in a space and you're sharing half of you, you're probably only going to get half the solution from the people around you, the person coaching you, all those things. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you can't support me as, as my coach if I'm not being honest with you. Totally. Yeah. It's my favorite thing when people come into a space and I can feel that they're just speaking exactly. You know this as well, obviously being a coach, like if someone comes in and you know, there's more, you spend so much time digging to get the truth before you can then actually coach the human. Whereas if someone's just like, I'm here, here, all of it is, it's like, great. It's all on the table and we're able to really maximize this time together. Totally. So I want to finish up by picking your brain around how we can work with our cycle as business owners. So I know that on your own podcast uh, in particular and, and through all of your work, you have spoken to hundreds of business owners around their own cycle awareness, as well as obviously coaching so many women, business owners, non-business owners. What do you find are the most powerful, effective tools, ways of working with your cycle that will allow somebody to create the success that they most want in their business? Oh, such a good question. So there's two lenses I want to offer. And one is like understanding your own menstrual cycle, if you have one Mm. and learning, you know, about your cycle and what it means, because your menstrual cycle is not just a period. There's, you know, this whole, you know, approximately monthly cycle where you have four different phases. And a lot of people talk about it in relation to inner seasons. So you've got inner winter, spring, summer, autumn. And if you've heard this, then beautiful. And if if not, just super, super quickly, each one of these energies is really different and it's like the outward seasons. So you know, if you think of winter, this is when you're bleeding, you know, it's much more of that inward dormant kind of your energy's pulling you inwards. Whereas at the other peak of your cycle, which is summer, which is when you're ovulating and your ovaries releasing an egg, your energy, your hormones are much higher and you're being pulled very much outwards. It's like this outward time. And so learning, you know, where you are in your own cycle at any time and how you experience that, and then learning to be able to kind of predict, you know, what energy you're going to be in when you're planning your launch, for example, like, you know, if you're doing a short launch, you might time that for your most resilient, energized, optimistic, charismatic, magnetic point of your cycle, which will be in in the middle part. It might be that's, you know, end of spring or, you know, mostly summer ovulation time. And you can really use that, you know, there's this saying, and I'm afraid I can't quote who, who it was, but 
you know, there's, they say there's nothing more magnetic than a woman who's ovulating. Like this is the time for sales and launching and connecting and charming and expressing yourself clearly. It's a clear communication, you know, and you might reserve more of the premenstrual time, your bleeding time, like those tender inward times to do more of administration or maybe like holding a sacred space, for example, or kind of visioning what your next projects are going to be and planning and, you know, evaluating as well. So more of a kind of ending, beginning, wrapping up and inward focus. And, you know, having this awareness just is everything, I think, because it stops us having this approach of as needing to be the same every single day you know, because we are not, we are in a different energy, in a different hormonal state every single day of our menstrual cycle, if you, if you have one. So, you know, honoring that, tuning into that, giving yourself permission to be different and not beating yourself up when you feel insecure. It's like, oh, actually I'm just premenstrual and approaching my period. And I'm at that crossover point where I actually start to feel really shaky and wobbly. Maybe I want to throw the towel in, burn my business down and start all over again. And you're like, hang on, this is going to pass. This is just a point in my cycle. This is hormonal. Just let it move through you. I would say that, you know, if that does keep happening cycle after cycle, then something's, some, your body's asking you to, to change something. Something's not quite right, but you know, it gives you that sense of, no, you're not going mad. You know, you're changing and you can really learn to work with these strengths that you have, but also nurture these vulnerabilities that come up for you. So yeah, if you don't track your menstrual cycle and you have one already, I highly recommend starting off just by, you know, do some reading, do some learning about what these inner seasons are, work out, you know, which day of your cycle you're on, break it down into four weeks and try and work out, you know, what your strengths and weaknesses are across the cycle. And that in a nutshell is my work. The other lens that I think is really cool for us to have is this seasonality approach and um something that I'm like have been really loving discovering for myself over the last few years and now sharing it with other people is this sense of you know whether you have a menstrual cycle or not you still have this seasonality I mean you know, we've talked about seasons as well but you know, whether it's a life cycle, you know, so which phase of life are you in? Are you in a mother season or you, know, you can be in the mother season and, and not have children, but you know, it's that kind of nurturing energy, that giving energy, that creation energy, that expression, like birthing something into the world. You're having that kind of awareness or just having a seasonal approach um, on whatever scale, whether it's day, week, month, year, whatever, the thing for me is knowing that you can't be on all the time, whether this is menstrual cycle or not. You can't be on all the time because if you do, you're in a constant expansion state and you're constantly looking for the next thing and you're not able to really sit down and let your ideas really like percolate and bubble away in the cauldron and get really refined and distilled and to be in their best form and then you don't have the energy or the space to create anything new you don't have space to really refine what you have delivered and you know check in whether that was good for you and how it went and you know do you want to do it the same or differently and giving yourself permission to do that I think is really beautiful and like we all need that integration time and I think that 
you know, in business and, you know, even in, in spiritual practice, for example, there's that constant state of wanting to learn and grow and evolve. Whereas we actually need that integration time to let us really get the gold out of our experiences. And the way that that's applied for me and my business is I give myself permission to not do the same thing all the time. So, you know, I've got key programs that I run and I'm so passionate about and I love, but just recently I've made a decision that, you know, next year I'm going to give myself space to mix up my standard annual schedule and not do the thing that I would normally do in March Mm -hmm. and make space for something else. Like this is what keeps me inspired and creative. And, you know, I think when we look at strategy, we can think like, if you've got something and it works, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. But, you know, that kind of letting us work and create and evolve in seasons and cycles can be a really powerful thing and can take us, you know, into places that we perhaps didn't know that we were going or were able to go. And then we can meet ourselves and serve in deeper, bigger ways that, you know, might not have unfolded yet. So, you know, I I really like to approach creativity in a cyclical way as well. You know, I think like I was mentioning the power of of visioning and letting something really land. And, you know, if you take like the, the seasonal approach, you know, you get to that point where it's like you might have all these ideas, but you don't want to let all of your seeds grow. You have to thin out the ones that aren't the strongest. And so that you can give all your energy and resources to those ideas that feel really true for you and like your best ideas and let them grow and then carry them through your cycle, whether that's a month or a season or a year, whatever it is, and let that grow. And then, you know, you come out the other side and you let it compost and you let it go back into your, into your cauldron. And then for me, that just brings so much joy Mm -hmm. into my business as well, as well as being in service, as well as sustaining my energy and my health. And, you know, the last thing I want is for my business to feel stagnant in that way of like, Mm -hmm. you know, well, I'm doing this now and I said, I'm going to do this. So I've got to do it. It's like, hello, you get to make the rules. And it gets to feel fun and enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with that for me has come bigger income because I'm doing things that I'm really passionate about. I'm creating from this really inspired place. I'm much more I think magnetic when I've been sharing about it because I've been so excited. I've been more willing to want to get in front of the camera and talk to people and chew people's ears off about this thing that I'm doing because I'm so buzzed about it and claim more of a, you know, take it, take on more of a leadership position. I think like a thought leadership position in, in terms of, you know, putting myself out there and what I really care about rather than just doing this one thing that, you know, I'm, no works. And so I'm too scared to kind of deviate. Totally. I love everything you shared just now. And for anyone that's listening, I think whether they're somebody who already has a relationship with their menstrual cycle or whether this is new work, there's something in that. I'd also really like to encourage everyone listening to jump on over to Charlotte's podcast and we'll pop the link in the show notes because we had a really great conversation as well, where I shared how I use my menstrual cycle in relation to my business. So please jump on over and take a listen to that. I went into heaps of detail and it's a conversation I've never had anywhere else. And I really, really loved it. So thank you for the opportunity to 
uh, have been able to do that as well. In a final note, I just want to say thank you so much for being here and for sharing in the way that you have. I just love you so much. As you know, love supporting you and have loved witnessing you in every season of your business. I think in particular, you know, watching you really own your thought leadership this past year has been so incredible. Really uh, hone the, the strategies that work for you and serve and support you. And I think you've done that in such a way Way that you've created this ground in your business where you have so much opportunity to keep jumping to those next levels of the, the seeds, as you said, that you feel excited about because you've created such rock solid foundations in your work, which I think should really be an aim for every business owner is to create those foundations so that you can keep exploring and playing and evolving. You're so incredible. And uh, I've loved this conversation so, so much. Thank you so much, Ali. Love you too. And I just, you know, I'm so thankful for the support you've given me over the last, however long it's been, because it's been, you know, really, um, integral part of my journey, you know, and having what you've given me in terms of, you know, that structure and that support and doing, you know, the processes and the kind of behind the scenes stuff, like you say, that has really helped me to scale from there and jump off and rinse and repeat where it's necessary, but also have that flexibility. So, you know, in the community that you build is always really powerful. So thank you. And I just love this conversation too. Thank you. So good. Where can we find you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at charlotte.puanto.coach. And for anyone who's like, how do you spell that? I'm sure it'll be in the show notes. It will. Um, <laughs> my podcast is called Wild Flow. And as Ellie said, it's, you know, anything from like, what's the menstrual cycle? What are you talking about? Right the way through to like, how can we really work with this and all these different scenarios? And yeah, I love that conversation we had too. Where else? My other Instagram page for the other aspect of work that I do is first moon circles. And so that's Instagram first underscore moon underscore circles. And that's where I provide menstrual education for children and train other people to do that too. And my website is www.charlottepronto.com. And if you want to subscribe, you can get a free downloadable guide to all of this cycle stuff. So good. Thank you so much for sharing and for being here. Thank you.